With Long Island local news on Friday, October 13th, 2023, I'm Jenna on WLIWFM. Traffic fatalities on Long Island last year surged to the highest levels since 2015 as dangerous driving increased post-COVID-19 and police traffic enforcement dropped, according to a Newsday analysis of crash and ticketing data and traffic experts. Crashes claimed 243 lives in 2022, 29% more than in 2019, the year before the pandemic, according to data kept by the Institute for Traffic Safety Management and Research at the University of Albany. That's an average of nearly five deaths per week. 72 of those killed were pedestrians compared with 60 in 2019. Lorena Mangelli and Ariel Martinez reporting on Newsday.com that deaths have continued to rise this year. Traffic fatalities increased 22% through August compared to the same period last year in the Nassau and Suffolk County Police Department's jurisdictions. According to police, quote, I drive the roads, I see the news reports, I see the data It's startling. That quote from Janine Logan, traffic safety advocate at the Westbury-based New York Coalition for Transportation Safety. It's a crisis because it's not going in any other direction. Uh, There's another quote here from Maureen McCormick, who established Nassau County's and New York City's Vehicular Crime Bureau. Quote, it's abundantly clear that something in the collective psyche has disintegrated in terms of careful driving. It doesn't get more violent than a vehicular death, said McCormick, now a special litigation assistant for the Suffolk County DA, which is working on state legislation to close loopholes for driving while drugged because of an increase in impaired driving. Uh, A spokesperson for AAA Northeast, Robert Sinclair Jr., said, we see this reemergence of these wantonly bad driving behaviors. And finally, New York officials refused yesterday to grant an additional $12 billion in subsidies to the developers of 90 renewable energy projects, raising concerns about the state's ability to cut its dependence on fossil fuels over the next decade. The developers will have to decide whether to absorb higher than expected costs or break their contracts. With the state, Governor Hochul has pledged to sharply curtail New York's dependence on fossil fuels. State law requires that by 2030, renewable renewable resources like sun and wind must account for 70 percent of the share of electricity consumed in the state. Patrick McGeehan in the New York Times reporting that New York state law also requires that by 2035, offshore wind farms be able to generate up to nine gigawatts of energy at a given time. Up from zero today, that would be enough electricity to power more than six million homes, nearly half of that offshore wind would come from four wind farms known as Sunrise, uh, Beacon, and Empire 1 and 2, proposed to be built in the Atlantic Ocean near Long Island under contracts with the state. But the developers of those wind farms have recently complained that fast-rising costs and disruptions in supply chain had made the terms of those contracts unfeasible. They and the developers of 86 land-based renewable energy projects asked state utility regulators to bail them out with increased subsidies. The 90 total projects were already expected to cost the state utilities ratepayers about $10 billion. The New York State uh, Department of Public Service estimated that granting the request would cost ratepayers an additional $12 billion. Quote, the problem is that we have very good goals in place, but in the end, who's going to pay for it all? That's Bill Ferris, legislative uh, representative for AARP New York, which opposed the requests, uh, adding if everyone benefits, it shouldn't be just ratepayers to foot the bill. Uh, Sounds like that makes sense to me. All right. So uh, Sag Harbor, that's where we're going for the weather. We're going to be talking about Devaria Productions opera Joan of Arc coming to Bay Street Theater tomorrow. Ashley Bell joining us at the bottom of the hour for the Hot Sound segment underwritten by Sag Harbor Cinema. Uh, Looking like a sunny Friday in the village of Sag with a high near 65 degrees. Northwest wind around 10 miles per hour, increasing clouds tonight with a low around 48 degrees. North wind around 8 miles per hour. Right now it's 55 degrees. Y'all know how much I love 
Roger Miller, and uh, I'm always playing Little Green Apples by him. Not today, folks. We're going to lead in with Little Green from Joni Mitchell and then go to the George Baker Selections Little Green Bag. Then we'll play Green Light by Inda Eaton. We'll hop past uh, Love Sad Kids, Green Light, another one I love to play for you, to play Neil Young's Green Sleeves. Uh, No, I think I'm going to go with uh, the Jeff Beck version. Version of that, what is it? 16th, 15th century song. Uh, And then if we have any time... Honeysuckle's Green Line. Otherwise, we're going to bunny hop past Little Arcs and lead you into the NPR News break at the top of the hour with some uh, Joan of Arc selections I dug up for you. Uh, Anna Calvi, Leonard Cohen, Madonna, Arcade Fire, and Little Mix. We'll see what we have the time for you. Everything else will be a secret track upon which you can find on our playlist archived online along with everything else as per usual, WLIW.org slash radio to catch up if you missed anything and want to do so. We're always here for you either way. Uh, thanks to you, the listener supporter of Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Another little reminder, 5 to 7, we'll be at Southampton Arts Center for the opening of their new exhibition. Oh my gosh, it's going to be heroines of the abstract expressionist era. This might be the most excited I've been for a new exhibit at Southampton Arts Center. I cannot wait. Uh, I cannot wait to see you guys there. And uh, I cannot wait to play some Joni Mitchell. I'll be back here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. News you can trust, music you love. Born with the moon in cancer Choose her a name she will answer to Call her green and the winters cannot fade her Call her green for the children who've made her little Gypsy dancer. He went to California. Hearing that everything's warmer there. So you write him a letter and say, Her eyes are blue. He sends you a poem and she's lost. To you, little green, he's a non-conformer, just a little green, like the color when the spring is born. There'll be crocuses to bring to school tomorrow, just a little green, like the when the northern lights perform There'll be icicles and birthday clothes and sometimes there'll be sorrow Child with a child pretending We are sending home so you sign all the papers in the family name you're sad and you're sorry but you're not ashamed a little green have a happy ending just a little green like the color when the spring is born There'll be crocuses to bring to school tomorrow Just a little green Like the nights when the northern lights perform There'll be icicles and birthday clothes And sometimes there'll be 
Tony Mitchell, no disrespect meant uh, to the Romani people. Uh, there was a little bit of problematic language in that one. Uh, folks that have not already uh, taken the G word out of their working lexicon. A little uh, suggestion for you that the word gypsy is offensive to the Romani people. Uh, I did want to say something that I didn't say earlier, which is that um, our newest in conversation, Diane Michelli interviewing jewelry designer Catherine Wallach premieres at 7 p.m. tonight right here on 88.3 throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut, 96.9 in central and western Suffolk County streaming online in the same place that it will be archived for you to listen uh, on your own time or your own schedule WLIW.org slash radio. We'll be back. Town hall at the date, but forgot to call. Bogged down in the details, it's best to walk ahead.
love lifts everyone to know Brings us home past the point of indecision on the most days I could feel it in your heart and I could hear it in your tone That the heart waits for the green light when there's nothing going on Heart waits for the green light, we've been planning this day for all of our lives Love lifts, I know A daydream for the big scene, I've been waltzing round the bend hear it in the voice and I could feel it in the tone the hard words for the green light when there's nothing going on hard words for the green light we've been planning this day for all of our lives lovely episode. a big dream for the big scene I've been waltzing around the pit very own Inda Eaton leading us into the Hot Sights and Sounds segment underwritten by Sag Harbor Cinema. It's the bottom of the 10 o'clock hour, a little after 1 o'clock if you're listening to the replay. Speaking of the East End's very own, Ashley Bell of Devaria Productions in the house, joined by 23-year-old Sergio Martinez of Spain, you mentioned he's he's a prodigy. He is, yes. Of what kind? He is an amazing pianist, harpsichordist, and he will be our conductor. Fantastic. <laughs> Multi-talented. How fun is it to be a conductor? It's quite fun, you know. You have to like be aware of many things and be really listening to everything. So like be like you have to be keyed into so many people and uh different dynamics. Yeah. Do you feel powerful when you do it? Well, it's not powerful, but you really have a great responsibility, you know? Right, because it's not so much that you're controlling everybody, but you need to be in sync with everybody or have that's everybody be in sync with each other. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to manage like many different energies and try to 
be that try to make everything work. You're so, the glue. Exactly. <laughs> kind of, yeah, that's the word. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so you're going to be the conductor tomorrow night, eight o'clock, Bay Street. Yeah, that's it. And I will be playing the piano. So I will be conducting from the piano with this, like kind of weird, but. <laughs> so this is a fantastic. So this is a an opera about Joan of Arc? That's right, yes. So this is a multidisciplinary project, um, including opera and theater. So in the opera, we are using music from both Tchaikovsky, Verdi, Donizetti, Rossini, and also a special American composer who Sergio will tell you about. Yeah, so we are um, doing a work by Norman Deloyoyo, who is a composer from here, from East Hampton, who had a really, really, really interesting opera about Joan of Arc, which we are doing one aria for the baritone, which is absolutely amazing. But this is like works from many composers. Many composers. How, how yes. was, who who and how synthesized, <laughs> who, who synthesized this and how? I'm uh, fascinated. I, I put it. I put it together. Oh my god! And Sergio helps me with this the music. Is awesome. <laughs> and um, for the text, uh, we've drawn it from the uh, Bernard Shaw's Saint Joan play. Um, parts of it from that. It's not the same as the play. Obviously, we've we've modified things to fit with the music. Um, and it's actually the hundredth anniversary of this play, which is cool. And really? we're using um, information from her actual trial. So there's some text Stop from it. her trial, and then also from a play by Schiller. Okay, so I'm fascinated. I'm there with you. I want to know more about Joan of Arc because she is obviously she's she's this huge figure, not just in French history. She's a giant, yeah. a saint, but mm -hmm. but uh, in uh, women's history for sure. Please tell me more about her because I feel like. I don't know enough. Sure. Well, Joan was born um, in 1412 in the midst of the Hundred Years' War between France and England. And she was living in a small town called Domremy, which is right at the border of the contested area in France. And so she was experiencing the war firsthand. And she heard voices that told right. her that she should go to the rescue of France. So when she was only 17 years old, she made her way to the king. And she encouraged him to go and fight and raise the siege at Orléans. And she actually was involved in his coronation in Reims, um, which is interesting because his own mother rejected his claim to the throne uh, and was favoring the claim of another line of the dynasty in England. Um, but Joan encouraged him to get strength and to, to fight for his claim. Um, and they were able to reclaim France. Now, unfortunately, as we know, Joan was captured um, when she was making her way towards Paris by the British, and she had to undergo a very um, dramatic trial uh, under Pierre Cochon, Bishop Pierre Cochon, and also other members of the church, the British arm of the Catholic Church at that point, the French arm of the Catholic Church was on her side, but not the British arm of the Catholic Church. And I ultimately, see, they tried I her see for it on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but for now, you can see it on Broadway of the East End at Bay Street Theater <laughs> tomorrow night at eight o'clock. What made you, you know, want to dive into this? Um, I actually have always been very fascinated by her because I feel like she is an icon for so many different types of people, whether it be for Catholic people, for women, feminists, for um, even some people who are trans find her exactly. because she actually for right. her main charge was for wearing men's clothing right. was what they accused her of. So I feel like it's so interesting that she can pull so many different people and, and be mean different things to so many people. Yeah, she's such a multifaceted person of history that it's just like this is this is really cool all right so how did sergio come to you like where did you guys first meet so we met actually in spain in logroño <laughs> um and we did this production of la voix humaine yeah. together and then sergio and i have done a couple other projects and um the first one we did was yeah it was actually a film during quarantine because i i had to come here like in 2020 but, you know, everything happened. And so we tried to make the project we had thought about, but in film, which was actually really, really weird because I was recording everything on the piano there in Spain and they were singing here. So to which put was everything a bit, was so, that was so common yeah. during the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, there are like 
too many things that saints, you know, bro, because the tempos and everything was like really flexible, but we had to find a way to put it together and to work together from, you know, six hours different. So, <clears throat> and then we did this project in Logroño, La Wow Men. We have already done La Traviata in Logroño too. And last year here in Bay Street, um, Sex Big Riots and another couple of things. And we did La Traviata this summer together, actually, yeah. in a castle <laughs> in northern Spain. Fantastic, because I remember, I remember the first time I interviewed you, you were either going to Spain or had just gone gotten back. Yes. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very Maybe. grateful to have a lot of opportunities in Spain. Oh, my gosh. So when is the next time you will leave us here on the East End and, and fly away? I am going to be in December in the Canary Islands performing oh, wow. a new opera about artificial intelligence. Oh, actually. cool. <laughs> Wait, tell us about that. I know it's not on topic. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I play a form of AI and basically the opera explores philosophical question about what it means to be human. Can AI have emotions? And That's yeah. so relevant mm -hmm. and like a perfect opera for now. Definitely. You're playing, you're playing a, a robot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On my story right now is an obituary written by a, a, like an, a bot. Mm -hmm. And it's my one of my favorite things I've ever in the written word. And at the end, it says uh, the woman's name is Brenda. And they said in lieu of flowers, please send Brenda more life. That would be a beautiful thing. Right? Wow. <laughs> It's very funny. It, yeah. It's 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 all nonsense, but it's beautiful. So, what was it like to play uh, a robot, if for for lack of a better AI, to play artificial intelligence? It was it was very interesting. I've done it a couple times Have actually you? now. Yeah, and now the most recent production, which is also by our director, who's going to be directing this production, Anton Armendariz, he incorporated holograms. Wait, he did both. He's doing, yes, he's doing, he's doing both. And he's doing um, Joan of Arc tomorrow. Oh, he's doing Joan of Arc tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And where did you meet him? I met him in Rome, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. what was going on there? Both of us were in a master class by Renata Scotto. I love it. Yes. <laughs> I love Ashley's ability. You know, we're talking about synthesis is like the word of the morning. Uh, your ability to synthesize people from different parts of the world bring them together like a conductor like a <laughs> Thank good you. conductor uh sergio what was the most challenging part of uh, putting this production together or uh working on on this production actually the difficult part i think was to find the music you know because we have to take him from different operas and you have to really know the the whole opera to choose so we will we will be doing this or this so this was quite, you know, hard part. But once you have that, uh, well, and the other part was finding the this the Loyoyo work, which is absolutely amazing. You you will love it. And, and also one thing to add that, is his family will be attending yeah, the performance. The oh, that's lovely. Yes. That's amazing. Are they here already? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, hope that they, I hope they arrive safely. Yes. <laughs> um, but so how many works did you preview? Uh, to put this together. We so. have 13 songs, is that right? Yeah, that's it. But I'm yeah. saying, like, how many did you look at? We oh. had to look at... I'm like, sure you looked at... For, for different operas, but one of these is, like, 700 pages. So. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm, not at all, I'm not at all surprised. Yeah. <laughs> it's then, amazing. There's so much music written about her, which is great. But it's a lot of it is obscure. So all of it is about Joan of Arc. All of it's about yeah. Joan of Arc. How cool. Yeah. I am so excited. Yes. All right, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, baystreet.org to get tickets. To get tickets, call Bay Street or visit their website. Ashley Bell and Sergio Martinez of Joan of Arc. It premieres tomorrow night in Sag Harbor, baystreet.org for more information. Uh, I'm, I'm now going to play uh, Joan of Arc from Leonard Cohen, uh, then a nice 8191 2001 40-year jump forward in time to Anna Calvi's Joan of Arc single. We've got Madonna, Arcade Fire, and Little Mix, if we have any time for them. Leading you into the NPR news break at the top of the hour, I'm Gianna Volpe. And you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. 
and you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. News you can trust, music you love. Now the flames, they follow Joan of Arc As she came riding through the dark No moon to keep her armor bright No man to get her through this very smoky night I'm tired of the war I want the kind of work I had before A wedding dress or something white To wear upon my swollen appetite It was deep in 
to his fiery heart He took the dust of Joan of Arc And then she clearly understood If he was fire Oh, then she must be wood I saw her wince, I saw her cry I saw the glory in her eyes Myself, I long for love and light But must it come so cruel And oh so bright
Reminiscent a bit of Jeff Buckley, huh? Uh, Madonna up next. I was talking to Rob Brewey uh, recently. He was requesting something off Ray of Light. And I was like, you know, I don't play enough Madonna. I don't play a lot of her at all. This is Joan of Arc from her Rebel Heart record Each of 2015. Each take a photograph I lose a part I can't get back I wanna hide This is the part where I detach Each time they write a hateful word Dragging my soul into the dirt I wanna die Never admit it but it hurts
Arcade Fire's Joan of Arc from the Reflector record after Madonna leading you into the NPR news break at the top of the hour with Little Mix. Uh, This is from their LMS record of 2018, Joan of Arc. Ahead of the premiere of Joan of Arc, Deveria Productions tomorrow night at Bay Street Theater, baystreet.org for more. Uh, And tickets. We'll be back on Monday. Tomorrow evening at Southampton Arts Center, 5 o'clock.